Learning Daf Yud and Aleph, four lines from the top, at the end of the line, Maski Flaroshashas. So we learned that when you loosen your belt, so that's considered the Haskala of the Suda, and you don't have to stop for davening. Maski Flaroshashas, so Shashash asks, Trichusala Meser Hamiani, what is it, a big deal to, to tighten your belt? What's the big deal? Why did another question? Like Wahibulitli, stand up like that and Davin. Why can't you Davin with your belt loosened? So the Gemara actually never answers the first question, but for the second question the Gemara says, You know why you can't just Davin like that with your belt and Dan Mishum Shinamar because it says He Yisrael Prepare yourself to greet your God Yisrael. When you Davin you have to prepare yourself, you have to be formal, tightening your belt is the way to prepare yourself. Rava Baravuna on the same notes, when he would David Rami Puzamki Umatsli. He would put on either socks or boots or some kind of a chashiva covering for his feet to prepare to Davin. Rava, when Rava would Davin, the Gemara says, Shadi Glime Upacharyadi. He did something else. He was Shadi Glime, he removed, he took off his uh, his outer cloak, Upacharyadi, and he he like embraced his hands, he held one hand, the fingers of one hand over the other hand, umatsli, and he would have him like that. Amr, he said, why am I doing this? I want to be like an Eved standing before his master. After all, that's what I'm doing. Amr Ravashi, so Ravashi said, I actually saw of Kahana that he had different ways of davening. When there was a Tsar in the world, when things were tough, so Shadi Glimi, then he removed his cloak, Upachayade, and he held his hands like that. Umatsi knew Davin. Omar he said, Now I gotta be Kav the Kamimari. I have to be like an Evid standing before his master, but Kika Shalma. But when there was peace in the world, when times were good, so then Lavishu Miskasa, he got dressed properly and he covered his head properly, Umasatef, and he would put on like his talis and outer cloak, Umatsi knew Davin like that. Omar he said like this, Yisrael, you have to prepare to greet Hashem your God. Rava Chazye Lirav Hamnuna, the Kamarich Bitsuse. Rava once, Sarav Hamnuna, he was being Marich, he was davening, along davening. Amr, he said, What's he doing? They're leaving, they're abandoning eternal life, and they're being Isaac, they're occupying themselves with Chayesha, with temporary life. In other words, Rashi says, You're davening for health, you're davening for Parnasa. That's Olam Hazah, Tayyus Alam Haba. But who suffered? But the Gemara says, No, Rav Hamnuna, he held Zmant Filalachud. This man of davening is separate. This man of Torah is separate. There's a time for davening. There's a time for learning. And you don't uh, shorten your davening in order to uh, learn. Rav Yermi was sitting in front of Rabbi Zeira. But we'll ask him under Isaac and learning Shmuel's teachings of Torah. Magal became late to daven. Rav Yermi was sort of rushing. He was trying to finish up to go and daven. Rabbi Zeira read about Rabbi Yermi the Pasuk, If a person removes his ear from hearing Tyre, he's trying to, to leave, to stop learning. Even his Tfila is going to be an abomination. You don't uh, rush the Tyre to get to Daphne. So when is the beginning of Din? We said in the Mishnah that uh, you're not supposed to start a Din when it's time to Daphne, and if you already started, so you continue. So when is that? So the Gemara says, Rabbi and Rabbi Aina. So each of them said something. One of them said, Mishis When the other are misatif, when they put their talaisim over their heads, when they sit and din, they sit like that. The other one said, Mishiyiftuchu Baladinim. When the Baladinim open up, meaning when the litigants make their uh, claims, 
And it's not really a machlaik, as the Gemara says. How to ask Yivasu Bedina, that which we say that it's when they start to uh, begin making their claims, that's when already they're being Isaac in other cases from before. So they're already sitting there with their uh, Talesim and Mishisatu, so you can't say that's the point of the beginning. The beginning is when the litigants begin to make their claims. How do I ask Yivasu Bedina? That which we say that it's when they put on their talis, that's when they are just sitting down for the first time. So when they're sitting down for the first time in the morning, once they've done that, it's already considered that's chala, even before the litigants make their claims. They would sit, and they would learn between the pillars of the base manager. Every hour on the hour, they would bang on the beam, the bolt of the door. Somebody outside, who has a din, they want him to come in and they want us to uh, to judge them, let them come inside. In other words, it was important for them, they felt it was important to stop, to be able to judge people. Like judging is uh, is a kula They would actually sit in judgment the entire day. And we'll see later, that there's a Pasuk that it says, that sat and judged the people from morning until evening. And the Chayra, they, they learned the Pshat and the Pasuk literally, he sat there and did the whole day. And have a kachalish libayu, the Ikrab Shadon Rashi is, that they were weak. It was a whole day, and it was too much for them, and they were weak. They didn't eat all day. Tanahu Rabbi Chia Barav Midifti. So Chia Barav Midifti, he taught them a brisa. It says in the brisa, a different shot. It says, says the people stood over Mesh Rabbeinu waiting for him from morning until evening. So it sounds like Mesh Rabbeinu was sitting and judging them a whole day. But the Bryce says, no, is it can go up on your mind? Do you think that it's literal? That Moshe was sitting and judging the whole day. It can't be. When was this Torah done? We know Moshe Rabbeinu was learning Torah, was writing Torah, was teaching Torah to Klai Yisrael. So he couldn't have possibly been, you know, judging their cases the whole day. So it's not literal. So why does it say from the morning until evening if it doesn't mean that? Allah is telling you, call Dayin Shadan Dinamis Amitu, a judge who judges a Dinamis Amitu, something true, correct, a Filusha Achas, even if it's only for one hour. Mali Allah Vakasu Kilunasa Shutafla Kadish Barhu by my Sabracious. The Pasuk considers him to be like a partner with the Kadish Barhu in my Sabracious in the, in the creation of the world. What does this have to do with my Sabracious? Ksivach, it says here, Vayamu Yam Al Maisha Mina Baikar Al Harab. It says here that the people of the nation stood. In front of Moshe from morning until evening. So that lashon of morning until evening we find with Yerushalayim. We see Pasuk. It says there by Yerav by Yibayker Yemechad. Here it says Min Baiker Erev. There it says Yivad Baiker. So that's the connection. Judging is so chashiv. It's like you're a party with the Kaddish Baruch Hu in my sevreshes. All right. So now Admas Yerushim. Then until when do you sit in din? So you don't sit in din the whole day. Until when do you sit in din? Amar Sheshes adds Bansud until the time of the meal. And we'll see that he means the time of their meal, meaning that the Yanim's meal time is a little bit later than everybody else. Shadamash the Gmarmit Pasuk, it says in the Pasuk, Micro sorry, what's the Pasuk? To see if it says Ilach Eretz Shemalkechnar Visarayh Babaika Yechelu. Ilach Eretz, woe unto you, the land Shemalkechir Malkech doesn't mean your kings, it means your judges. Nar, in other words, the the, the Dayanim are young or inexperienced. And the, the officers of the Dayanim in the morning, they're busy eating. You know, they got a good life. They're not really uh, doing their job properly. It's fortunate to see the land. Meaning, your Melech is, uh, 
is a real and your officers, your judges, at the time of eating, they're busy with the gvura, they're not busy drinking. Right, that's what they're busy with, the strength of Tyra learning, not drinking wine. So at the time that everybody else is learning, is eating, so the Dayanim are still judging, that's the gvura, the judgment, and only later they eat. And the Garmings of Bryce that says this as well, Tan Rabbanan, Shari Shaina, the first hour of the day, Michael Ludim, that's the time that the Ludim eat. Rashi says the Ludim are, are cannibals, people that are lahut after eating. They're only, uh, they're only dressed in life as eating, enjoying. So they eat right away the first hour of the day. Shnia, the second hour, Michael List, that's when the Listim, the, the Ganavim, the robbers, they eat. They're rushing, they're always on the run. They eat fast. Shlishis, the third hour, Michael Yarshim, that's when the Yarshim. Eat, meaning people that have an inheritance, they have Yerusha, they don't have to work, so they can prepare their breakfast first thing in the morning. Reviews the fourth hour, that's Michael Pilim. That's that, that's the time of the meal of the workers, they have to work to earn their money before they can take their first break. Chamish is the fifth hour, that's Michael Kalal, and that's, that's the time that the average person eats. Any is that true? Bam Rav Papa, Reviews Man Suda the Kaladim. Didn't Rav Papa say that the fourth hour is the time of Suda for every person? So rather, we must reverse the order. Revius Michael Kalad. In the fourth hour, that's when most people eat. People that are working, but they're also not Yarshim. Chamishis, that's Michael Pilim. The fifth hour is the time when the workers they eat, because they're working in the morning. Shishis, the sixth hour, that's Michael Tamini Chachamim. That's when the Tamini Chachamim eat, when the Dayanim should stop for their meal. Mikan, Veilachna, after that, if you don't eat until then, you throw, uh, when you eat after the sixth hour, it's like you're throwing a stone into a flask. Which either means it's detrimental, or as she says, it's 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 not detrimental, but it's also not beneficial. You have to eat before that in order to have the benefits of the meal. Now, Amr Rabbi Abayi said, "Why Amr and Adlai We don't say that it's that it's uh, like Zayik Efen Lechemas when you eat after after that hour, only if you didn't eat anything beforehand. I will tell you, Midi B'Tzafra lesson, but if you had something to eat in the morning, so that would be okay. So if the Dayanim are not going to be able to eat until later, they should eat a little something in the morning, and then it's okay to wait. Nothing more brings another dinamra A person's allowed to daven his tfila in a base of in a bathhouse. So Mace said that now the Gemara asks. It says a nichnas to base when a person goes into a bathhouse. So there's different areas there. In the place where the people stand and they're still dressed. Or after they get dressed, so there you can read psukim, you can learn, you can daven. Needless to mention, you can have shilas shalom, you can greet people with shilas shalom aleichem. You could put on your tefillin there. Needless to mention that if you're already wearing your tefillin, you don't have to remove them. But then there's a where some people are standing unclothed and other people are still dressed. So in that place. It's a little bit more serious, more chamer. You could give shalom to people. But you're not allowed to learn mikra. You're not allowed to daven. You don't have to remove your tefillin if you're wearing them. But you don't put on your tefillin if you didn't have them on before. And then there's the makom Then there's a place where people actually bathe and everybody is arum. Everybody's unclothed. So there you're not allowed to give shalom to anybody. Certainly, there's no learning and no davening. B'choylet tefillin, and you have to remove your tefillin. Means I chloymer shenu enicha nidlus tvention. You're not allowed to put your tefillin on. So here you see you can't daven in the merchatz. So what is Rav Adaber have a saying that a person could daven in the merchatz? So the Gemara says 
When did Ravana Barava say that it's all right to dive in there? In a merchatz where there are no people. Now, what does it mean there's no people? At a time when there's no people? When they said not to dive in the merchatz, it's even though there's no people there right now. Meaning it's a merchatz. Just because right now there's nobody there, it doesn't change anything. When they spoke with a Beisakise, you can't dive in there learning the Beisakise. Even when there's no tso, no excrement there, it's clean. Because it's a basic easy nonetheless. So, Ella, so rather, Kikam Ravada, when did Ravada say that you're allowed to dive in the Merchatz when it's new? Meaning they built the Merchatz, they intended it to be a Merchatz, it was designated as a Merchatz, but it was never actually used as a Merchatz. Then you can dive in there. In fact, the Gemara, but that's a Shiloh that Ravina asked. He's mean on the basic say If you designate something, you build it as a basic say It's designated to be a basic say a bathroom. Ma, what's it then? What's his shiloh? Do we say that there's such a thing as zimun, meaning when you're designated for a basikisa, it's considered already a basikisa or not? So here too? Right? Now his shiloh wasn't nifsha, uh, meaning he never resolved his question. He left with the question. So suffix. So isn't it the same thing with the merchats? Shouldn't we say there's a shiloh of Ravina, whether your designation to make the merchats counts to make the merchats already, and then it should be asr? So how does Ravana Brava say with confidence? That you're allowed to daven in a merchatz that was designated as a merchatz. The question is low. Dilma, shiny basikisei. The question could be that a basikisei is different. A basikisei, a bathroom is disgusting. So there, if you designate something as a basikisei, automatically it becomes asri to daven right away, or at least there's a shaila that was leivshita. But a basikisei, that's not so most. Then there's no shaila, or the shaila was nivshat, that there it's okay to daven as long as it was never used yet.